0: Hey guys and welcome to the one. Hey guys, hip hop shop. I'm Rob. Hey guys, <laughs> I'm
1: on my phone. You get a haircut? Nah, I fell out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> when did you get it done? I didn't even know. I don't know. It fell out. <laughs> <laughs> Happens very slowly over time. Can't quite pinpoint it. You know, you can't tell that you've grown. Same yeah. with my hair. <laughs> I was actually born with that much hair. And it's just, <laughs> it just slowly been falling out <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right, you guys are watching part two of episode eight, which is all about the music. You'll be hearing our album reviews. I did uh, Painkiller Paradise by Luther Human. And I did Live on Ice by Toby Lou, who used to be a professional athlete. Oh, so, did he actually? So yeah. Blueface. Yeah. <laughs> uh we are also going to be reviewing the rap song of the year from 1986. bit of iced tea and run dmc yep and a load more so what do you want to
1: start off with mate let me uh let me hear your review first
0: we'll do the reviews we'll kick it off yeah right kick it off we didn't crack
1: at the same time today
0: yeah i know there we go (laughs) i got it i was too eager to dive in all right so Lou the human I've only ever heard one song by Lou and I don't even know what it is. There you go. You (laughs) you played it on the last show and I said that he's very similar to Eminem. Yeah. Like the horrorcore kind of uh, vibe. Yeah, I agree. Um, This one is quite a long album. 15 songs and an hour and five minutes. Mate, very similar to
1: my album. Is it actually? Longer actually, like... 21 songs an hour 17 or something like that
0: okay yeah you've got way more songs than me then Mm. my songs are like they're sort of about four minutes but then there's two that are like really long one's about eight minutes and one's like seven and a half so they really they boost up the average Mm -hmm. um so the opening track is titled stay safe and before i listened. to uh, I thought that maybe it was a little reference to the title of the album. You know, Painkiller Paradise. If you ever do decide to visit, he's telling you to stay safe. But it's actually a little bit deeper than that. It's actually a warning to anyone wanting to get famous. Saying there's a temptation to enter Painkiller Paradise when you are famous. So just stay away from that. Stay safe. It's a very honest track where he pulls examples from his own life. And similar to Corday, I can tell that Lou is different. Mm -hmm. He just says things that other artists tend to shy away from. He's very honest about his mental health and his struggles with with addiction. With a dick. (laughs) He's also very honest about his incentive for fame. There's a few lyrics that I want to highlight here. Um, Oh, mate, you've got to stay hydrated.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, There's a few lyrics I want to highlight here. In the first verse, he says remember meetings they told me i'd never find a market like i was marketing something like i do shit to find endorsements or a sponsor or something like i wasn't turning down deals when they was offering money like i wasn't treating cars like my fucking apartment or something then he ends that same verse with my plane my plane ain't even take off yet they try and shoot me down which i thought was pretty clever and then he starts verse two off with uh I, i try I'd be trying to quit but they tell me I might save rap yeah but will rap save me which I thought was pretty cool and he does dive a little bit deeper into that (laughs) what the fuck was that sorry I tried to not let the
1: burp be audible but it (laughs) fucked up backfired almost died Ah, front fired (laughs) fuck that was gassy (laughs) you got that loud gas still fucking (laughs) science experiment on that
0: what that's like why it happened it was a reaction (laughs) (laughs) fucking me mythbusters Uh, um, the last verse oh the verse what the fuck have I written here (laughs) I think that's meant to say the very the very last line to this track are and I can't front I've been contemplating taking the pill because painkiller paradise is what made me this ill and I think this is just brilliant he's saying that like taking drugs are detrimental to his his health and he has successfully stopped but taking them is what has made his writing so good so he often contemplates taking them again to benefit his writing but then he knows that there's a possibility of spiraling and heaps of shit happening uh blur is the first big boy seven and a half minutes Mm -hmm. one thing i really like about this track is the chorus is very auto-tuned and washed out uh, and his voice is sort of like fading in and out. The beats moving around you, almost like it's a blur, which is the title of the song. I thought that was a nice little, uh, I don't know, reference, like a hidden detail kind yeah. of thing. Yep. Uh, the message of this song is also a little bit blurry. He mentions a couple of things with no real direction. Uh, I don't know if that was done on purpose, though. He does have a lyric in there that I really like, though. Uh, my dad was type black and my mum is type, is type white, so the grey is where I'm at. I thought that was... I was pretty clever uh, I didn't really like For the Low just because it's very lackluster content wise it doesn't have a verse uh, it's got a refrain pre-chorus chorus and then that just repeats it's pretty much just about selling painkillers cheap mm-hmm. uh, he's got the cure on the low is what he says there you go but the production is cool I will give him that um, where am I up to It's very disorientating, and it kind of makes you feel like you're tripping. Uh, Late Night, I'm not really a fan of either. It's just about him needing drugs right now. In the chorus, he says he's not trying to wait in line, which describes the urgency in which he needs the drugs. The title track, Painkiller Paradise, is pretty good. Solely produced by Lou. So the beat, it gives the lyrics like a little more punch, a little bit more, more meaning. Uh, and I really like how he starts out the first verse too. I don't even need sleep time is money I don't miss a blink I already spend a lot when I think dog I've been on the brink I've been trying to get my mind right life gave me lemons now I'm all up in the limelight see shit clearer when you look at it from hindsight I thought that was really good like the the lemons and limelight yeah like that was yeah he's got a few little things in there that's tough yeah (laughs) yeah he's got like a few little bits of wordplay in there that like to be honest I didn't notice like the first or even second listen like It'd be a couple of listens later. I'm like, oh, I didn't see that. I thought that was that was pretty impressive. Um, there was a, a four-song slump, though, which is quite long, from track six to nine. And that's not even a 6 to 9 joke. That is legitimately where the slump was. Um, I was pretty much just saying... Oh, sorry. It was pretty much just saying, I have a lot of money. I'm really good. I've just finished rolling up another blunt kind of thing, which, to me, just straight up contradicts what he said in the start of the album. But Holiday, the 10th track, pulled it back a little bit. It samples everything to me by the lips, Mm -hmm. which is a very good sample. But the chorus is just straight up the chorus from the original song. Like, he's just cut and pasted it, so it's barely a sample. Yeah. Um, But it is very honest. He talks about when he goes back to his hometown, people hate on him, that his friends are also trying to do the music thing, but luck isn't going their way and he feels bad for them because his career is going well. Uh, he says his twin brother died when he was six, as well as a few other family-related issues. And I really like the way that he ended the last verse. Rest in my head, can't rest in my bed. Wrestle myself, I'm a mess in the flesh. Yeah, still, I'm the best in the West, no, the best in the world. Bitch, I'll rest when I'm dead. Tell my dad I'll go and get the shit for us. The day that he died, man, I made that a promise. Yeah, and I hate being dishonest. No, he looking down on me and see that I'm on it, but still. And then it goes straight into the sample, which says, you can fight, but you won't always win. And I thought that was really clever. Like it sort of, you know, the verse carried on into yeah. the chorus and it helped finish his line. I thought, yeah, yeah I really like it when songs do that. Um, so I thought that was a very good way of implementing the sample or uh, using the sample, even if the sample wasn't implemented um, very originally. Like it was quite a lazy implement if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, Can't Sleep Sober was a pretty good track, but he tried to sing on the bridge and he's not a very good singer. I'll give you a small little clip. You gonna give a clippage? I I got some clippages in my review too. <laughs> right. So this is the end of the verse. That's quite bad. Yeah not that good he has distorted a little bit and i think that's like an attempt to try and hide it but yeah that is quite glaringly bad singing um suspicious samples something but i cannot figure it out which is quite suspicious um genius doesn't say anything i want to see if you can pinpoint what it is like what is that that's like some like race from Big Sean, something like that.
1: I thought Big Sean as soon as I heard it. Yeah, but I can't quite
0: place it right now. Anyway, it's something like I don't yeah. know, and it annoys me that nowhere on the internet says what it is. Just give it time, mate. it will come out. <laughs> some <laughs> nerd <laughs> or no one. <laughs> um, I don't really like that song though. Suspicious. Um, it's pretty much just about a crazy woman. Uh, I'll show you the lyrics for it as well, just to show you how lackluster the lyrics are. I'll also chuck them up there on the, on the wall if you're watching the video. Uh, can't sleep sober lyrics. I don't know who flight distance is, but it's not Lou the human. <laughs> Who's flight distance, have you heard of them? No. I just realized it's not even can't sleep sober, it's suspicious. <laughs> All right, here it is here. So these are the whole lyrics.
1: Right. that's the whole song. Oh, wait, that was an ad.
0: right, but like, you it's don't like really want thing. me back, just yeah, the same. Thing. It, it's like a, a thirty five second chorus. It's quite long of just hearing the same thing over and over again. Yeah um, Refill is the other big boy at eight minutes long, and it's literally just one fucking huge verse. But it is so good. I'm going to go through and just highlight some of the best lyrics. With the baton they never gave me, I'll take it the farthest. I really, really like that. And then my XA, I changed a lot. I can't say that it's not true. All of this fame, I forgot Lou. All of this drink, I forgot you. At least I did until the morning. Oh shit, that's not even the end of it. I used to go places people knew me just so I could feel important. I used to want people to see me and now I can't avoid it i think that was really really honest saying i used to go places where i know people would recognize me just so i could feel important i thought that was like i'm sure pretty much anyone at the rise of like the sort of start of their fame has done something similar to that i agree but i've never heard that it's uh, been real. yeah, yeah I, I like that um but then my favorite lyric is this one's quite a long one when i've been waking up lately and forgetting the state state in the day so i'm spaced out forgetting the date trying to remember why the fuck i even got in the game it's like every time i see my nieces they older ain't even seeing grow up what if they needed a shoulder and the girl i love is still on the block i left thinking my old friend is smoking rocks again i just wish i i just wish i could talk to him so that's pretty cool like he's legitimately considering why he even ended up why he even started rapping Mm -hmm. um I honestly think he should have finished here. It would have been such a strong note to finish on, but instead he added two more tracks, Death Note, which was just a typical trap song, saying if you fuck with him, your name will appear in a Death Note kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then the last track, Overdose, it's a love song. You know, I'm overdosing on your love. Sure. Both of those tracks have no real tie-in to the rest of the album, and it kind of felt like he just liked them and wanted to release them, whether it fit with the rest of the album or not. Um, I think he definitely should have left it on... Um, refill the album had a lot of really high highs but quite often would dip down to like a 4 out of 10 and the most detrimental thing about that is that it would stay there at the 4 for a while before coming way up again I would describe his sound as a leaned up futuresque content with a little peep slash sad boy delivery but he's actually good Okay and the production fits neither of those sounds which gives his songs even more flavour like some more, even more originality uh, the two songs on this album this is just a little funny name that aren't explicit every other song is but the two songs that aren't are For The Low which is about selling drugs right. and Overdose there you go Thought that drugs was pretty funny. aren't explicit <laughs> according to Spotify not us alright so what, what did you rate it out of 10 out 10 of, uh, uh, i got like another sort of two lines to go. Oh, sure. Uh, he usually references the last song in the last couple of... Or in the first couple of lines. So like, oh, one song will end. Then when the next one starts, he'll reference the last one. Mm-hmm. So it, it kind of like blends the songs together. Yep. That's not a good or a bad thing. Just an observation. Um, but yeah, I'm going to rate this one a seven. Seven. It was really, really good. And not like anything I usually hear. But it was crazy inconsistent. And he just continuously contradicted himself throughout there you go. But yeah, my favorite song is Refill. 7 out of 10 Refill, go check that out. All right, well, I
1: did uh, Toby Loo's Live on Ice, and we both did a Loo, actually. Yeah, two Loo's. Um, as I said before, he was a former baseball player, minor league baseball, oh, baseball. player. Okay. <clears> okay. <throat> um, and then he had an injury and uh, had to retire early. Oh, really? At well, a young age. Well, I don't know if he was forced to retire, but think he gave it up after the injury. Do you know Um, what the injury was? No, I don't. Didn't know that till about half an hour ago. Um, (laughs) So he was actually, so this is a debut album for uh, Toby. Uh, He is from Chicago too, which I also found out quite early on in the track listing and I went to double check it because he does say something about um, I'm from Chicago and, and things like that. But... I really like this album just because it's a little bit fresh and it, it's sort of like what a lot of people are trying to do um, and failing at. Um, the one that comes to my mind is Chance the Rapper went for a more <laughs> upbeat um, sort of album, uh, which he's done in the past with Coloring Book. But yeah. I just think that he missed on that one, um, but I'm not reviewing that. I already have. Um, yeah, this just felt really upbeat and um, and it was really positive. And, and although there is some... Um, like some angsty bars and some anxious moments on this where he's sort of bearing his soul. It is more um um upbeat and, and there is some pettiness to um some former lovers. But yeah, it's a really um uplifting album and
0: when you hear it, like you like you know something like difference on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's what this kind of was as well. Yeah. It probably it wasn't as uplifting as yours. Yeah. Mine was quite depressing. <laughs> But yeah, you could just tell it's it's different.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, some people that I would uh, relate it to, and what I've seen people, because um, I haven't heard of Toby before this album, um, and I was actually very surprised because I, when the when I first read the first comment of the thing, it was, this album is hard. I was not expecting it to be this type of hard. Like I was expecting hard bars, like like trap kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. this is this is like good hard, the different <laughs> versions of hard. So. Um, so yeah, guys like Kyle, Drum, um, and I've seen people say he's better than Kyle, which I would agree. I think Kyle um, is a bit more gimmicky than
0: this. There's a lot more substance. Jake, what do you mean? Who? Wait, who are you saying he's like? Who? Kyle. Oh, Kyle. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you're saying Kyle or Cole. <clears throat> no, Kyle.
1: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, uh, Kyle's are like a little bit more gimmicky and. Um, and more pop-oriented, even though a lot of this could be classed as R&B pop. Um, I think he's just got a little bit more substance. Um, I think Dram is probably... Drum, sorry. Um, is probably just like a little bit better, a little bit more mainstream. So he yeah. just sort of gets the edge for me. But um, a lot of the angst on this, and, and it's some would call it cringe, but not really. <laughs> Once you get to listen to the songs, um, he has some quite angsty titles for, for songs uh, but okay. they don't really mean anything they mean something in the grand scheme of things
0: um, but not like for each particular song yeah, yeah so okay. one of the songs don't read out because yeah. I, I, I do listen to like the Suicide Boys a lot and no it's um, not like Bones. that because okay. they are quite angsty and edgy and yeah. quite cringe at times one of them is um, Crying in the Club <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I like that one a lot Delete My Number Baby <laughs> Sometimes I ignore you too. And I was sad last night. Now I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. That's actually I, a really good song. I'm going to talk about that one later. But I think Crying in the Club is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. That's something Drake would say. He probably has said that before. I think. Um, but then again, like once you listen to those songs, they have different meanings um, to what it is. But I just want to go over a, a few things that um, a bad with the album then I'm going to break down some songs and I'm going to play some clips um one of them is, is it's length 21 songs an hour 17 that is longer than the new Toy Story movie uh, <laughs> um I only know that because yeah. uh, I
0: really like that comparison
1: <laughs> that's so good um I only know that because Chance the Rapper's album was one minute shorter and then I know this one's a little bit longer so um <laughs> so that's where I got that from I didn't um uh, pull that out of nowhere that's had been researched <laughs> yeah, that, is, that is fact <laughs> um, and it, there is some filler like I had the track list up here just before um, I really like over half of these songs but songs like that old new new my party um, favorite substitute uh, 17 CG and crying in the club theme music those songs I just didn't really like as much and The one thing that I can say to this um, is it's consistently good, but I just think it's too much. Like, I think we're overloaded. But say if you didn't like um, I was sad last night, now I'm okay, or I'm okay now, you might like um, theme music. Yeah. Like, they're not so dissimilar that I can't differentiate them. Like, I know that this song's this and this song's that, but I know why I like this song and why I don't like that song. (sighs) So if you don't like the particular things of this random song, song X, but you do like it of Y, you're still going to have like a crossover. Yeah. Like there's still going to be an appreciation for both sides, which I have um, for the whole album, uh, which is pretty rare for a 21 track album over an hour long. 21, 21, 21. Yeah. And and another thing that I have to touch on really quickly is the quite obvious influence from Drake um, is, is coming through on this album. Uh, it's not as bad as some other artists have copied Drake or um Kanye or things like that to that nature the weekend. I'm looking at guys like Jaden Smith, um Black, uh You know those you know the people I'm talking about. Oh, um yeah.
0: like Nav, Nav, whatever his name is. He's um He did that on, you know how Genius does? I think it's Genius, does that cosign? Yeah. Where like pretty well-known rappers just watch videos of other rappers oh yeah yeah done. yeah I know the one you're talking about yeah 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 he was on there like Nav or Nav or whatever the fuck and he called one rapper corny and everyone in the comments was just like imagine being called corny by Nav <laughs> <laughs> that's an insult yeah, that is
1: um and, and it's not as obvious as those guys and on some tracks you can't even pick it out but on some um it's so instant and uh As well, Lupe Fiasco, who's from Chicago. You you can hear it, um, especially on the song, that Old Nunu, that's the one that I picked it out immediately, but that was the only one that I really picked it up on. Um, Cheap Vacations, you can hear a little bit, but Drake comes through on tracks like, uh, uh, what what was that song called? Delete My Number Baby, um, Humpty Dumpty, and Ice Cream Girl, which are three of my favorite tracks on the album. But it's it's not a bad thing to sound like Drake. I think Drake no. is very um, accessible, and this guy that's one of this guy's powers. It's very accessible, but it's also uh, quite artistic. Like he's not sacrificing his talents to do something else. That is his talent. He's really good at creating and cranking out catchy hooks and yeah. catchy um, melodies. And and guys are, are good at it. Post Malone, Drake, um, even Kanye West, um, especially Kanye West, and Lil Nas X there you go and Lil Nas X. <laughs> even though he does the same one 20 times <laughs> um, I mean he's not wrong it still is catchy <laughs> is. Um, but yeah I'm going to break down a few of the is that all I had for the negatives I think so
0: yeah that was because I didn't write my review down this week this is all off the top how do you do, like, how do you do you keep a list of negative things and just like mentally check them off as you go or like no when I'm listening to it because what I'll normally do is say
1: I'm driving somewhere if I drive there I'll think of, I'll listen to it. And then oh, when so I drive home, like... I review it. Oh, okay. So like, say if I, I'm, I like, um, say I didn't like these two aspects, right? Yeah, Standing yeah. like uh, other people and the length. So I'll listen to the album on my way to work or on my way to uni or whatever. And then on the way back, I won't listen to any music. I'll just like think of things okay. to say. And then it's just sort of, then I've sort of reversed it, reversed it, re- rehearsed it like three or four times then I can be like, okay, I just need to talk about this and then it'll just sort of come to me. And sort of
0: like expand on it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like that. Uh, I I can't do that. (laughs) Like I've got those dot points. Yeah. But they'll just be like scattered around (laughs) in my mind and I've just got to go searching through like random memories and grocery lists and other shit to try and find it. Yeah. My brain's fucked. (laughs) All right. I'm getting rid of
1: that one because I don't really want to talk about that one. Uh, So I have, how many songs do I have? Five here. And I'm going to play maybe two or three. Okay. Um, so Humpty Dumpty, uh, is one of the better tracks. So the five that I've picked out are five of my favorite. Uh, if anyone wants to write these down or listen to it, uh, here they are now. Um, I was sad last night, I'm okay now. 8702, looped up, Humpty Dumpty, and Ice Cream Girl. Um, so Humpty Dumpty is obviously um, about falling for someone. He he fall he fell for them, oh, and yeah, now yeah. he's broken. I like um, that. And it just starts off. Um, I'm so clumsy. Fix me up, please. Fell for you like Humpty Dumpty. Yeah, Humpty Dumpty is an egg. No, he's a cannon. you I mean, he's a cannon. Originally, we're getting into histo- history of <laughs> nursery rhymes now. Um, <laughs> Mate, we cover everything. Yes. Uh, yeah. So. The first verse is, I'm so clumsy, such a doozy, I'm so awkward, so damn goofy, you're so awesome, I've got problems, don't you want them? Probably not, huh? This ain't my forte, but do you like foreplay? Ooh, Was that way too forward? Forgive me, I'm sorry. Um, And then I really like this line, I just thought that we could be something, but if nothing lasts forever, maybe we should be nothing. Oh, that's That's, adorable. That's tough. (laughs) Um, And what I failed to mention at the beginning was this album is very cartoony. Even the um, album artwork, um, which Robert will put up on the screen, but I will show him when I find my phone. Might uh, have been up the whole time we've been talking. Oh, there you go. But yeah, I do want to see it. It's very... And it it follows sort of like this life that you would see in a cartoon. Like I said, it's very bubbly, very upbeat. But uh, that's it there.
0: So it's very... um, very it is quite, like, bubbly it's, in its, its style. Yeah. But what it means is obviously yeah. quite isolating and sad. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool how it's got, like, the two different, like, yeah. sides. But they make sense together. Exactly.
1: Um, then I want to talk about... Because I'm going to play the two songs that I want uh, right at the end. So, uh, 8702, I thought it was really good. It's more of a rapping song uh, in comparison to the rest of this album anyway. But... Uh, I really like uh, his line. What did he say? Um, uh, what did he say? Ran into my ex. She said, Hey, how you been? But I don't like to reminisce. Every time, everything I took 10 minutes ago just hit, so I'm going to eat a little bit. Ooh. Um, and then towards the end, he said, Oh, someone stepped in my shoes. Now I'm really feeling pissed, but I ain't going to trip because he was just tripping over his ex chick. See why I don't reminisce? So he did a little callback to the uh, previously. That's pretty cool. Um, And then this song, Looped Up, is the one I'm going to play. Um, And I was so sad. I was sad. Now I'm sorry. Uh, Now I'm okay. Um, Ice Cream Girl, really good song. Um, Obviously about a woman um, that he really likes and that he... Sort of sees as as the saviour On a hot day She's the ice cream girl Um, Oh yeah And it has a nice callback The chorus is really um, good And he sort of um, Sort of like plays on um, Pop culture um, In a lot of it So he says Tears in my eyes When Mufasa died Ice cream girl When it's hot outside Yeah party like it's 99 Yeah yeah Hit me baby one more time Blueberry coop With the vanilla sky Tom Mm -hmm. Cruise on my neck That's vanilla ice (laughs) I think I just hit my prime Hit me baby one more time um, Oh I like that I feel like Beyonce All I do is slay Santa on the way Who's gone crazy I say hey baby I'm on my day 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 They say be there at 8 You know I showed up late um, And then he said My mama made me hater proof Gucci suits and gator boots Fuck you thought this was a fluke Yeah I just really want the coupe I didn't even need the booth You can keep that too that's hard Yeah
0: I like that a lot um, I like the um, Like the blueberry Coop and vanilla scoop Or whatever that vanilla, was Vanilla skies Vanilla skies Tom That was pretty cool Tom Cruise on my neck That's yeah. vanilla ice Yeah there are a lot of Cool little like References in Like poked in there yeah. I like that a lot Really
1: cool And the way it's sung too I'm actually playing The last three Because I don't think you Are gonna expect How he sounds I'm honestly just Picturing like Drake uh, Similar Wait, that's not him. Please, you have to stop.
0: Oh, I like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't really think of like. It is very like Drake inspired. Yeah, but like, just how his voice sounds does kind of like drive you away from drake a little bit and like give you his own kind of thing
1: yeah um and i think the one thing that i really enjoy about this album is just like that production just sounded upbeat Mm. and it just sort of puts you in a mood and like i said before it takes you away and i think that the one thing that really brings me back to this album is how catchy it is And and i'll play like this whole album through and like be looking forward to this song coming up or this song I know is next or, or I'm gonna have a run of four songs that I really like um, which you don't really get from an album um, of this length and something that you don't really get an album um, for us as listeners anyway that like sounds like that like I don't think um, you would listen to like an album that sounded like that like an upbeat um, no. album all the way through you're, you're more like um, like trap influenced and um, more like sad boy. underground yeah, yeah underground vibe so to capture um, people's attention for over an hour is really impressive. Um, which one did I say? Looped Up has like a Japanese chorus, uh, Japanese verse rather. Okay. Um, really weird, but yeah, I really like this song. This is my favorite song on the album. Um, I just really like the, the chorus and the, the pre-chorus is really good. I'm gonna play um, a little bit of both um, really quickly. Um Yeah Really good And just the way he Uses his voice Um In this Is really impressive Let me find it
0: I like that Ooh Oh What a bop
1: And then This is just a pre-chorus And then the chorus no way, that's the Japanese guy. Yes, that
0: sounds, sounds like a completely different dude. Oh, oh. I like this.
1: Oh. And then the Japanese guy is pretty good, too. <laughs> um, wait, that's made me happy. And then he—he he, the Japanese guy even put some English lines in there Wish okay. I was good at shooting hoops and then at the end he sings like the start of the chorus it's been a very long time since you've seen me that's dope i like that a lot um yeah really cool and yeah i just really love the the chorus um and the pre-chorus of that like that gets me that's my favorite song on the album I, i just love it and it's not even like the consensus pick for a lot of people a lot of people like ice cream girl humpty dumpty um even um, Orange Reprise Which I didn't talk about Which actually A guy on Reddit Helped produce um,
0: Okay Yeah uh, The same guy That just sent off, Offset a beat Oh no
1: <laughs> um, He actually uh, Remixed the, uh, Another song By him And uh, Toby Got into contact With him And Okay that's pretty they cool They worked it out Like that But I was sad last night, I'm okay now, is definitely the combination of this album. I thought album. you were saying you were sad oh, last no.
0: night. <laughs> like where's this going? Did you listen to this and it cheered you up? Um,
1: yeah, this song <laughs> has got some really great compositional moments on it. The the beat switch right in the middle is really great. You don't see it coming at all and sometimes you, you might even miss it. It's so sudden and so um, seamless that it's that it's almost impossible to mm. recognise and and definitely impossible to predict um and i really like the way that he sort of you can tell that this uh, this song is like cut up and played like over the top of each other it's not one Mm -hmm. smooth recording oh yeah um, which gives it a little bit of texture like uh what does he say he says um what did he say i'm on the grind every day like pretty ricky like it comes in like at a different sort of pitch, and oh, they just sort yeah, of like yeah. come so you can in tell like that, like two different yeah, like sessions. they're sort yeah. of talking to each other almost. Um, and and the the beat's really good on this, but this song actually has a really cool message. Um, I was sad last night. I'm okay now. Uh, has has a few meanings, as if saying that like he had a bad night, but also his past life was bad. But now that he's oh, famous, yeah. he's okay now. And he even says um, like. Uh, got some money from the bank uh, put 20 in the tank best best friend gave me 5 that's a paypal uh, oh, I like that and then he just said uh, have you ever been so hungry that you've just fallen asleep um, and you've had what does he say I was sad last night I'm okay now you ever been so hungry you just lay down you ain't even eat you just want to sleep just so you can dream about some takeout number 5 with a sprite super size on them fries apple pie on the side wait add on some chicken nuggets that's cool yeah, really great album, really great messages on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I already said my favorite songs, but uh, overall, you can't listen to it for over an hour, I, I don't believe. I think <laughs> you have to pick out some of the songs that you really like and you can put them in a playlist. Yeah. Um, but then again, you're still making like a 15-track album um, at that point. And I don't blame him for putting these songs on here because I don't hate them enough to like, cut them from the album. Um. Yeah, it's yeah. just not my cup of tea And um, potentially the songs I like Might not be someone else's And they would cut them So um, I have an appreciation For all the tracks on here um, If I had to pick a favourite uh, I think I've already said it But I would definitely yeah. choose Looped Up um, Closely followed by But I think um, The better song technically And compositionally is I was sad last night But I'm okay Now uh,
0: I'm giving it a 7 out of 10 oh, two sevens. 7s two sevens. Mate, that sounds something. There you go. I don't know what. Either do I. Alright, what do we. You know who he actually reminds me of? I finally placed it. What? Young Pinch. Oh, Young Pinch. I'll play, a, I'll, I'll play Pina Colada. It's very similar, like, just a voice. sort
1: Yeah. I can yeah. see it.
0: That's just who he reminded me of.
1: Alright, what do we got next? What's next on the agenda?
0: Um, I don't know what do you want to do who'd you do for the discog dive I didn't do that this week mate <laughs> what'd you do the other one
1: the rap region uh, nah vinyls mate oh <laughs> I'll get on the rap region next week I promise the fans
0: oh yeah right, uh, so you want to it, do- it was not my week for the rap region but I didn't do the rap region either <laughs> wait what did you do
1: <laughs> see that was
0: playing wait what did you do uh, i I've made up a new segment, oh, kind of okay. like your vinyl one, but like okay. with one of my collections. Okay, sure. Well, all
1: right, go for yours. I want to hear yours first and I'm okay. we'll do my vinyls after.
0: All right. Well, it's similar to shoes. So uh, I think it was two weeks ago. I ran you through my first, yeah, it was two weeks ago. My first uh, custom shoes, it was the sock darts. Yep. Um. So I'm going to show you my favorite pair of shoes of all time. Right. And then I'm also going to run you guys through what my must cop is. Something I've been... Like, my absolute grail. This is something I've been looking for legitimately for years. Like, I look at least twice a week. All right. I've been looking for, like, three years. Let's get into it. I see a bag over there. Is it in that bag? Uh,
1: I don't know what's in that bag. Okay, then. Where are you even looking at the bag? That black thing on the floor. Looks like a knee brace. Don't worry. Just go get your thing. Oh, they're my thongs. No... That is not a thong, whatever that big black thing is. Yeah, that's your
0: shoe, isn't it? Oh, just here. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were looking for. It. Yeah, that's my shoe. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's
1: been a very long time since the weekend. God, something's stuck in my head now.
0: All right. So my favourite shoes of all time are my Rick Owens uh, Dark Shadows, I don't know, sock sneakers or something. Okay. I don't really know what they're called. Um, they are my only piece of designer, or designer footwear anyway. I've got, like two shirts that are designer. Uh, got these while we we're in Melbourne, and... Melbourne sand, we ain't fucking around. <laughs> hey, do you know where that's actually from?
1: I fucking curse the song or some shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> M- Melbourne, is <laughs> how he starts that song out. Um... So I'm going to review these very honestly, the good and the bad. Um, But yeah, got these while we're in Melbourne. I don't even remember the name of the shop. There was some random ass saying the dude was talking to you nonstop about your your Kanye hoodie. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. I can't remember.
1: I do. Wasn't it... Was it not Harold's?
0: No, I don't think so. Oh, it might have been. I think it was. It could have been. I don't know. I don't have the receipt anymore. Right. But, um these did come with a tote bag as well which i'm honest i w- i use much more than the shoes
1: <laughs> <Right>.
0: <laughs> like it's my uni bag i literally use it several times a day and it's a good bag there
1: you go uh
0: but yeah these they were i think half price so i think i got them for 650 to 800 somewhere around Six, there. i
1: think it was maybe in the 900s but i definitely remember it was like half price yeah
0: yeah it was half price i wouldn't pay over a thousand for them yeah uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a very good deal, and I have always wanted these. Um, yeah, like I said, I would never pay over a thousand for them. So when they're going for like fifteen to eighteen hundred bucks, I did not want to pay that. And I will be honest, I was looking into buying fakes of them, right? But they're just utter trash. So I went against doing that, and I'm lucky. I'm very thankful that I did because I managed to get the real deal for a price that I was willing to pay. Um, so, yeah, these are the Dark Shadow ones. I think there's a normal version that's not like Dark Shadow. It's just Rick Owens. Mm. And it's like a canvas, whereas this is like a... Yeah. It's a waxed leather. Yeah. Or something like that. It is it is actually a very stretchy material. It's surprising how much it stretches. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to run you through, I think, the, the bad points. I'll be honest. It has more bad points than good points. <laughs> right. Uh it's incredibly fucking hard to get on. Yep. They eat up your foot a lot. Like especially this bit this cunt here. Like it's that fuller. It's hard. Like it is like I'll see if I'll flick it. Yeah. Like that is solid. That's some solid so shit right there. The edge of that really eats up your ankles. So you've got to be wearing thick socks, which makes putting these on even more difficult. Like, it is not at all an easy task. Uh, I did have to buy these, I think, a size smaller. I think it was half a size smaller, but with the thick sock, it ends up to one size smaller. So, it is a little bit uncomfortable in the toes, but I understand that that's not the fault of the shoes. Sure. Um, they are not the most comfortable thing ever. Right. I will admit. Mm-hmm. Them being small doesn't help, but it is quite a, a hard sole. Uh, it's. I wear Ultra Boost for work so these are quite a, a contrast mm-hmm. uh, they scuff up incredibly easily like right now you can see I've, I'm not sure if the camera will be able to see it but I've got quite a few black scuffs around there they come out easy enough, all you need is like a wet cloth but like you don't even have to touch anything and there will be a scuff on there Like, right. I remember the, the first night I wore them uh, we went out to TGI Fridays and then on the way home Like they were just scuffed up and i had to take them off and walk the rest of the way like just in my (laughs) socks and um so yeah they're not the most comfortable they scuff incredibly easily and to be honest i think it's this shoe maybe the other one um the stitching is kind of coming apart a little bit and they were made handmade in italy so i thought you know got to be pretty quality but there's a little bit coming oh, yeah, off and see it at yeah. the top here the camera will definitely be able to see that one and there's one on the there's the one back, on the, yeah yeah the back We're just, just yeah, where here yeah yeah and that's like a, a fray so i'm not even sure if i would be able to cut that one i'm too scared to cut the one at the top just in case it then like have a loose thread and all of it will come out so i am a little bit disappointed in that but the stitching the rest of the way is pretty sound and to be honest like you have to fucking reef on these to get them in. So for the stitching to hold up, that is quite impressive. But um, fair. Yeah, the I think the biggest positive of these are that they're Rick Owens, and that most likely no one else around you will have them. Yeah. Like that. That's fair. Yeah, who else has a shoe that looks like this? It's quite. It's very out there. You're definitely going to be, uh, you know, standing out, a unique person if you wear these. But, uh, yeah, they're pretty much the only two positives. They are incredibly hard to style because you can't wear, like, jeans with them or anything. They're too thick. You won't be able to get these on if you wear jeans. Um, and there was something else I was going to say as well. Oh, yeah, I heavily recommend getting a pool noodle to hold them up. It's <laughs> like, like when you're not wearing them. Yeah. Yeah, just to hold them up. Otherwise, this bit will, like, sort of crease a lot and it'll flop around. And, yeah, the pool noodle, it really saves the... The leather.
1: Right, so what's the good things about it?
0: That it's Rick Owens.
1: There you go, That that's the only good thing?
0: <laughs> Pretty much.
1: All right, so do you regret buying them?
0: Not at all. Not at all? You uh, like them? Like I said, these are my favorite shoes. Um, I'm a massive Rick Owens fan. Sure. He is a bit of a weird cunt like with that Rick Owens furniture like the wax figurines oh, of yeah, him like yeah. showing weird. you his asshole yeah uh, have you seen those dick pants that he did
1: yeah 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 what a funny
0: guy <laughs> I'll put it up a picture like blurred obviously <laughs> uh, but you'll be able to see just how obvious this was but um yeah he's a very weird guy but I do love his style I love the way that he sort of does things like mm-hmm. makes things look so these are definitely my favorite shoes and I would buy them again but, uh, yeah, they are not at all how I imagined them to be. I thought if you're paying that much for shoes, surely they're going to be... Like, once you break them in, they'll be comfortable. But, no, nah, there's no breaking no. these boys in. No breaking? No. Nah. But yeah, a rip. I do really, really like them. And then, moving on to my must cops. They are the wallpaper for my laptop. Yep. Not, like, the desktop. But, like, when I first log in, it's, like, the, the lock screen. I'll be putting pictures up here as well but they are the Mark Newson Nike Vapor Maxes. I think they're Nike Lab to be honest I've been looking for these for literal years they're the I know you've seen them they're like the they look like
1: flippers not flippers but it's like know. socks
0: and sandals that's what it looks like Yeah, a it's weird. like the, the sort of light brown leather with like the teal knit and it's just weird it's a very ugly shoe I understand it's it's not very pretty it's like if it was a person it would be called Gertrude Gert or like Gertie Berta yep something very Roberta vulgar no that's a nice name <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah it is a very ugly shoe and to be honest if I get them I have absolutely no idea what I would wear them with but I just fucking love them like where else do you see that you, you don't I absolutely love that shoe. Uh, If you guys have a size 12 out there, maybe 12 and a half, then please hook me up. I will pay pretty much anything for them. Uh, There is only one sale, or like one sort of auction on Grailed for them in a size 12. Right. And that is for an account that has been deleted for scamming. So, (laughs) I believe that was Thugger. And then a number like... I don't know uh, if it was 98 or something like that, but yeah. Downvote to Thug or whatever you are. But uh, yeah, I haven't seen any others in a size 12. I've been checking like Stock X as well. They don't have them. Ridiculousness. Yeah. One, one day I will get them and I will ejaculate a lot. There you go. They are my absolute grails. There you go. <laughs> so that was my rap region.
1: Yes. What, uh, well, what,
0: what was your rap region? Why did we end up both doing rap regions? Can't we meant to like... I don't know. I uh, did Rich Brian my, last week on the Discog dive.
1: My rap regions um, this week is...
0: Your vinyl collection?
1: Yeah. So this week I'm going to look at The Weeknd's... Um... Oh, which one did I get? Oh, f- I blanked on it. House of Balloons. House of Balloons, that's it. Uh, I got that one. Really great album. One that... Um, Introduced me to that man
0: Abel Abel and was what, um, his last name?
1: T- T- Tess Faye,
0: oh that's right something yeah
1: Something like that um, Yeah really enjoyable album and, and just something that I Oh well mixtape But just something I had to get um, I was ironing off for a very long time But I eventually got it, it Introduced me to The weekend All those years ago um, and, and sort of widened my horizon Outside of rap um, back then, I didn't really uh, go too much and uh, go venture out too much. I was very strict in what I listened to, but that album definitely turned that for me. And like I said, a lot of these albums that I'm going to be talking about will be displayed one day. Um, and that's definitely one that's going to go right at the forefront like um, that. of that display. Really good. And it's a thick album. God damn, it. Trying to get it in, the, in my protectors because like I take them out and then I put them in sleeve protectors. I ripped three of them trying to fit it in. I like just like so ripped thick? them up I don't know <laughs> I don't know I didn't know the, the thickness changed Wouldn't that affect the needle? No like not Not the thick Like just like the whole Casing and everything Like the sleeve that it comes in Like the You know how it folds Oh okay Not the actual
0: uh, record Oh I
1: thought you meant the actual record No no, no no
0: no Like the cardboard that it comes yeah, in Yeah 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 Okay, okay. Um, I Like get the that. artwork stuff So it was just like Thick cardboard
1: Yeah and it, And it, he had like like um, posters or whatever yeah is. posters and, and oh, like yeah. the the um, what is it called like the lyrics and stuff in there oh too. yeah yeah um, yeah so really good really love the artwork it's got a naked lady on it
0: uh,
1: um, <laughs> how's that got me by surprise I don't like it just because of that I think it's actually a really um, cool <laughs> piece it's in black and white um, yeah we won't put it up on the screen. We'll put a blurred version up on the screen. Yeah, um, I'll put like something over the the more risque parts. Oh well, there's only one risque part. It's one one bob out.
0: Oh, um, is it actually like all the way out? Yeah, that's wild. How does he? How does he? Surely there's like some sort of I'll show you, mate. Censorship law that stops people from doing that. No, not him. <laughs> Or is it just because like, it's like it, artistic? Wait, oh, there's the bulb. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've seen that before and I did not even see the bulb.
1: Yeah. I think it's a really cool um, artwork. It is really cool. And yeah, really happy to get my hands on it. It cost me like $35 or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, which is pretty cheap, maybe $45. I'm Where'd not you sure. get it from? Uh, JB. Oh, yeah. Um, classic. Yeah. Um, and the other one I'm going to do this week is uh, Bon Iver's 22 a Million. I think that's what it's called. Or is that the first track I'm going to get exposed? <laughs> Fake fan alert. <laughs> um, what's it? I, honestly. No. That's what it's called, right? Wait, where did it just go? I literally just saw it. What? Oh, no, wait. Oh, here we go. Yeah, 22 a Million. Yeah, I was right. Yeah, okay. Um, we can take down the fake fan alert. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, really great album, and again, uh, another trend. This album, although very late in uh, bon Iver's, uh discography, and I've obviously listened to their stuff with Kanye, well, mm. um, Justin Vernon stuff, but Bonaventure has worked with Kanye as well. He has. Um, they have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I always had friends talk about bon Iver, Um Always heard through the grapevine that they were a really good group and um, I just listened to them one day and this album was the first one that I listened to and it's it's a stellar album very confusing very um, dense very loud very um, artistic very grand um, yeah something that I love listening to uh-huh. and again that's a really thick album too that can't really get in there that um, that one was my first ever uh, vinyl I bought too oh okay mate so, you need to get some like Thick boy sleeves. Yeah, I don't know. But then they don't like, they don't keep them as like tight. Oh Twi- yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, got to, got to keep up to the standard. But that's about me done. So Bonaventure Twenty Two, a million, and the weekends House of Balloons, two stellar albums, two albums that you should definitely check out. And so, how uh, many like vinyls do you have now? I think like fifteen. Okay. We've done what six on the show so far. So yeah, still got a few
0: more to go. Can I ask, like, in a very non-insulting um, way? Right. Why? Like, um, I think. What, what about what about them attracts you to them? I think it's just like
1: the, like the allure, like no one else has it, sort of thing. Like okay. it's very, like because it's quite rare to collect them. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and I just think that like I can display it much more openly than. Mm say and the sound quality is better on vinyl I didn't know if you knew that Um, sound quality is like
0: noticeably better if you're listening out for it but I I think don't completely quote me on this but I think it's Like 580 megabits a second Whereas I think Spotify is about 320
1: Yeah So So it it
0: is quite a big difference Um,
1: Most people can't notice it But if you're really listening Yeah um, And you've listened to a lot of music Uh, Especially if it is
0: like A Bon kind of style Yeah Where it's very like Full Yeah
1: Um, And I can display it much more openly Like I can't Like I'm not gonna just like show like my phone <laughs> yeah, to everyone, like, the, like, like the stuff that I like. And everyone
0: comes to your house yeah. on this one. Yeah, yeah. It's like
1: a decoration piece. Like you can have, it's like a talking piece. Like, Oh, what, what's that? And oh, like, yeah, that's, yeah. uh, that's bon 22 a million. And I like this because of this, yeah. like, it's something that you can really, um, sort of show off and like, yeah, that's fair. Um, that's fair. and I, I listen to my vinyls as well. And, and it's just like a new experience sort of thing. Yeah. It, it's like, um, like, listening to something on vinyl is, is rewarding. Like, you sit, you put it on and it spins. And, like, it's, like, something that... And especially in today's society, yeah. too. Like, it's... I do love that little crackle. As yeah, you like as, as you put, put it the on. Yeah. The ch- yeah. yeah. That just reminds me of that Eminem song where he starts with the crackle. What is yeah. that song? Wait, is that
0: just Lose Yourself? Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was. Like, no, is it Stan, maybe? No, that's right. No, Rain. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, yeah,
0: so those two albums and there's my reasons so there you go I like that well, alright what else do we have We're only one more segment to go um yeah but I just I do just want to say real quickly I personally don't I, I do see like the the decorativeness of it that is pretty cool and I I really like what uh, Sean C does with his wall that mm. is beautiful mm-hmm. um but personally I just like would rather listen to it on Spotify have it in my headphones as loud as I want then and I don't have to like get up out of my chair to change things I don't have to like spend money on it
1: and yeah but maybe I'm just like
0: lazy it, it's still like it's,
1: a, um, it's like a hobby sort of yeah, yeah like people buy fair. things all the time that um, other people would say
0: is yeah. like
1: silly um, yeah
0: well spending like money on shoes yeah, yeah exactly over $500 on a pair of shoes everyone's like oh I just go to sketches like exactly yeah I'm sure there's a lot of people that think that that's stupid so that is fair enough I, I do like the um the idea of having like a wall and a decorative and, piece and it being a talking piece yeah. that's really cool
1: and a lot of things are limited edition too like I have um, a few pieces that are limited edition mm. um, that you can't get anymore or are very hard to get um, through resale so it's just like another um, yeah. feather in the cap I suppose <laughs> but uh,
0: <You> Russell Quaid <laughs> 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 alright
1: well what do we have so we have Ice Teas, 6 in the morning versus
0: Walk This Way by yep. Mr. DMC which Mr. DMC Aren't there like several of them? There's like three up, isn't there? They're all Mr. DMC. So. <laughs> <laughs> Am I correct in saying that there's three? Three, yeah. yeah MC okay. ran.
1: No, wait, I didn't even think. No, he's out of NWA. The, one,
0: <laughs> one is literally just called uh, DJ Ron.
1: Oh, okay. One's like named that. DJ MC. One's <laughs> DJ R. <laughs> no, wait, I didn't say that right.
0: No, but DJ I, D I know what you mean. <laughs> DJ D, that's what my DJ name. It's like what's that um, Chris Lilly character that's a a DJ? What's the one with the really big ass? Um, what's his name? I oh, fucking can't remember. Are
1: you googling it? Nah. Do you want me to? Yes. <laughs> uh do you think
0: of his name. I can't. Quentin Cook or something. Quentin, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what was his DJ name? Like. DJ Cunt. <laughs> that's right <with> the <laughs> I, was, I was literally having a talk with Gabby yesterday about how the hell Chris Littley gets away with that shit. Like, Smouse? He's the biggest man. How did he paint himself black and say the N word like 20 times? Now was a different time, <laughs> but that wasn't even that long ago. It's like over ten years ago, I think. Yeah, that's not that long ago. Like in the, I suppose like in the last sort of five years, we've made leaps and bounds in like political yeah. correctness. But like, I don't know. That to me is just crazy. All right, let's All get right. on to six in the morning. In the morning. Isn't that also a song by Wiley? I don't know. Six in the morning. Don't know. I think it might be. No idea, mate. Oh, might even be in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Whenever I think of six in the morning, I just, by Wiley, I just think of, my ting from barking, <laughs> but that's not even him. <laughs> anyway, um, I don't have too much to say about either of them, to be honest. Um, but about six in the morning, uh, this track is easily the most gangster that we've heard yet. Yeah, the introduction of gangster rap, and I think we're going to yeah. get I hear a lot more of it. Yeah, Ice-T is on um, TV playing a cop now. Is he actually? Um, Didn't he kill someone? No. I thought he legitimately killed someone. No. Maybe I don't think it's something else. Not Ice-T, surely not. (laughs) But he does describe running away from police and Mm -hmm. then firing off guns in large crowds. Yep. Uh, Not really caring if he hits someone or not.
1: Yep. Uh,
0: The flexes are becoming a lot more modern too. I realise that like...
1: Yeah, gold on my neck. Like, yeah. talking
0: about guns and yeah. um, and stuff like that. Um, he said, I've got, like, a, a quote here as well. At one point, he said, rolling in a blazer with a Louis interior. Yeah. Which is, like, that's a car with, like, the Louis sort of monogram print.
1: Yeah, solid gold. The ride was raw. Buster left turn was on Crenshaw.
0: Yeah. So, there's, like, that's very modern. Like, rappers now are still saying that. Like, yep. what, 30 years on?
1: Yep. He's talking about um, years on. and... Um. Yeah, more cars and more yeah more uh, women and and drugs like and AMGs popping off, <laughs> yeah, popping off, to popping the off. <laughs> but I really like this song just because of what it meant for for hip hop. It's it's breaking away even further. Like five years ago, um, like in in um back in 1986. Yeah, like you wouldn't hear rappers rapping about this no, sort of definitely stuff. Definitely not. Um, and to happen so quickly. Um, and like the West coast was really, um, gone very fast. Um, wait, is he even from the West coast? Yeah. 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 Um, and like just how quickly it divulged. And then again, like NWA like comes like the next, and then it's just like, we got Tupac and Dr. Dre, like yeah, getting his own career. And then obviously, um, Kendrick Lamar now, um, is really interesting to see how quickly it just unraveled into something much bigger than what it was. Like gangster rap really took off um, in this era, and this is like a classic. It's an it's like yeah. a, um, one of the like the most referenced um, like gangster tracks of all time. Like it's
0: yeah, well, quite um, a few people have um, interpolated from it as well. I mean, yeah, Eminem has. Yeah, uh, yeah. I also I liked in this one that the reference to Ladi Dadi. Yeah. which is came out, like, the year before, which we reviewed last week. Mm -hmm. I thought that was pretty cool. But, yeah, it it is a very important track for, like, well, gangster rap or even hip-hop in general. Like, uh, again, we come back to that question, like, what would rap sound like now if this song didn't come out? Yeah. I actually think that this song sort of
1: is actually really, uh, like, intergenerational.
0: I think Mm. you could have released this five years ago and it still would have been... Yeah. Um, really good. I think he would have needed to modernize his flows a little bit.
1: Yeah. But I think that the main thing that this is, is like I could see like an, like not an underground rapper, but someone lesser known releasing this and becoming yeah. big, yeah, um, yeah. which I don't think I could have seen with any of the other album uh, songs other than um, The Message. Yeah. but uh, I still think that's my favorite. Yeah. Um, but Walk This Way, Run DMC just... Did it again with the uh, rock banger, yeah. With yeah. the rocker,
0: uh, well,
1: interpolation.
0: I, I wrote that um, uh, the content isn't anything out of this world. It's yeah. just about a girl. But I think what makes this important isn't the content; it's the sound it has. Yeah, Run DMC has taken what they did last week or like last year, mm-hmm. uh, and they've just gone balls to the walls with the concept. Yeah, <clears throat> like they just got one of the biggest rock bands of that time, and just wrapped over. One of their biggest rock songs of yeah, that time,
1: revitalizing Aerosmith's career, and yeah. I think Run DMC was really good at that. Yeah, yeah. What did what song did we do the other week? And it was a it was a rap rock song.
0: Uh, King of the rock, King of Rock.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that um, was just last week. Oh, was it last week? Yeah, can't remember back that far. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's really um, interesting to see that like these guys became powerhouses for rock rap. Like we don't hear yeah. rock rap anymore. No, no, um, really. It's basically um, hip hop, like rap pop,
0: basically. I would say, I think the, the closest to, not that I've heard everything, but I think the closest that I know to rock rap would be Ghost Main, and that's like yeah. streamer rap.
1: But Yeah, but that's like
0: a different genre yeah, again. Yeah, like that's and, not really And rap. that's not
1: even mainstream. Like we wouldn't put any of oh, Ghost no. Main's songs as- Like on the radio. Yeah, or yeah. just in like- um, Like Song like of the Year. Song of the Year, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, so definitely this, not. They were bursting through really good. And, and I have to give um, the song of the year to this one, actually. Um, over six in the morning. I think they're both really yeah, yeah, good. I and think I, so. I think they're both, um, again, very integral to um, to hip-hop because Run DMC, again, proved that you don't have to go by your standard stuff yeah. to become um, great. And I think um, Ice-T really broke through the mold of... Like you can say really whatever you want, um, yeah, yeah, and sort of get away with it, um, and then obviously, um, we went extremely far, <laughs> like in either directions really, and I think that um, both have been really finely tuned over the years to get some of the best gangster rap we've ever heard, yeah, um, this year, and um, not that like you said, not that we've heard much rock rap, but we've heard the refinement of two. Um, genre clashes Uh, guys like uh, Lil Nas X has really mastered country and pop and uh, hip-hop and we've heard guys like The Weeknd and Drake really master R&B and hip-hop so yeah it it
0: really opened the gates to like just not boxing in rap to just rap like it really released the doors to pretty much any yeah you know route that you can take it like it was pretty much the saying: you can do whatever you want with hip hop yeah and the, yeah. and this the, both of these songs are actually good
1: yeah they. some are. of the songs have been influential but not good these yeah, ones yeah. are both influential and, and good and some have
0: just been not good yeah exactly but I, I genuinely enjoyed listening to both of these yeah yeah alright well definitely walk this way with my favourite yeah. Rev Run Jam Master J and yeah and actually one thing I do have to say as well um with Walk This Way, they didn't just, like, remix it. They got the band in and recorded yeah. the song live. again live yeah, and wrapped live, over um, it. Live stuff, so... Yeah, so Steven Tyler's voice sounds a little bit different. It's obviously much more, like, distorted, like, much more gnarly. Yeah. Because he's taken a lot more drugs and it's, his voice <laughs> has gone to shit. Um, but it sounds so much, like, grungier, which yeah. really fit it. And, yeah, it, it sounds... Like, I honestly prefer his voice on this version to the original and this one has rap in it. Yep. What more could you want? Huh? What
1: What more could you want? Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All right, well, that's us for the week. For uh, for the day, rather, for the episode. Yep. Um, So be sure to tune in in a couple of days on Friday and we're going to get do the fun segment. But um, next week, uh, we've got a few more albums and I I promise to do my... um, (laughs) rap region or what do you want to do next week you want to do the rap region
0: or you want to do the discog dive well i meant to do the rap region this week so i'll do the discog dive next week
1: i'll do the rap region um yeah so now what you're doing or do you want it to be a surprise Uh, be a surprise i haven't chosen yet so uh it'll be a surprise to me too (laughs) um all right hit us with the socials and then we'll be we'll be
0: seeing you in a couple days yeah all right so uh we've got Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, SoundCloud, and YouTube, all at GetCulturedAU. They're at the top there. No spaces, no caps. Um, Where am I up to? You can also listen to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Unfortunately, Google Podcasts isn't yet available in Australia. So if that's the service that you use, unfortunately, we're we're unable to to cater to you currently. Mm -hmm. But spotify and apple podcast we are able to upload on we also have a spotify playlist which i will admit we haven't uploaded anything to for a while so all right we're getting
1: on to that this week we're
0: yeah gonna put double. <laughs> gonna
1: do double up
0: yeah i like that I, th- I think it has been about two weeks since we've uploaded all right well there you but, go But yeah we'll, we'll refresh that with with some more uh fresh music mm-hmm. uh we also have a sister youtube channel oh, um, yes. cultured clips it's mm-hmm. called where if you've got a short attention span like me you can just watch the little segments one by one uh, sort of break it up so it's not just like an hour long video that you're watching it's like the best of kind of thing yeah uh, so yeah w- whatever you want we're pretty much there for you there you go we got you back
1: alright well, we'll see you in a couple <laughs> days
0: yep. but, uh... be sure to check in, in on Friday for a fun filled Friday that's a wrap